welcome. We are here to celebrate. We're celebrating the launch of our brand new program uh, with the one and only Pascal Fintoni. How are you, Pascal? I'm very well. I can't just say I'm really liking um, the music. I know that we shouldn't be praising our own work, but this promo video, uh, the music, the color palette and so on, I, I feel really good about it. <laughs> it's, uh, you yeah, know, I, I, I must admit, uh, I get excited when I hear it as well, uh, for sure. Um, so thank you for joining us. We are live. We're live on LinkedIn. We're live on Facebook. We are live on YouTube. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this is the 90-day website mastery program. We're doing a webinar series to get across everything that we've jam-packed into this. We've got decades of experience um, and uh, we, we've we put a lot of time and effort into this and we're just at the point of wanting to share and sort of give you a real sneak peek of what's going to be in this program. So I'm just going to bring up some slides, Pascal, uh, just to show everyone uh, where we are with things. And um, as I said, this is the Website Best Practice series. If you want to check anything out, if you go to the 90daymarketingmastery.com website, uh, you'll be able to find out a lot more. Um, last week, if you joined us, we had session one, which was all around your 2023 website health check. All of this is available on YouTube. Um, there's a, a playlist as well. If you go to either of our LinkedIn accounts, you'll be able to be able to find this uh, last week's. This week, we're focusing on building trust on your website. We've got another three sessions coming on after that. Going into January, on the 10th of January, we've got session three, which is attracting the right website visitors. Session four, the 17th of January, converting visitors into inquiries. And session five, being proud of your website. Because isn't that where this all started, Pascal? Yes. You know, we met, uh, well, we meet regularly through work. But we had a conversation, I think, in the spring of this year, where we were just, you know, retailing each other that our the feedback from our one-to-one -one consultancy, from the group session, from the conference speaking, and there was, seems to be the common thread about people feeling a little awkward when people ask them the question, "What is your website address?" or "Can you show me your or share your URL?" And there's that tension because people thinking, "Ah." My website is not as good as I wish it was. I'm not updating it for a while. I don't feel connected. It's not presenting my business sufficiently. So, yeah, I thought that we should be part of the solution. Yeah, it's that moment where you give the website and you're like, the pang inside you is like, oh, but don't have a look. <laughs> <laughs> It's true though, isn't it? It's like his words. I'm like, please don't, don't, don't bring it up. I know it doesn't work on mobile. I know it. I know it. You know, I know it shows a picture of us ten years ago. Um, but yeah, so this is about being proud of your website, and we want to help market le marketing leaders. We want to help entrepreneurs be proud of your website. Um, and this is a really intense program, twelve weeks, uh, jam packed. Um, online, so you're available, you're able to join us uh, anywhere you are, but a huge commitment, a big commitment in terms of uh, time, focus, energy, but we're going to help you with every single step of the journey. You'll have direct com uh, contact with both myself and Pascal. In fact, you'll have one-to-one -one sessions, but let's move on to today. So we're going to focus today on um, the session which is building trust on your website so it's session true session session true session two <laughs> of our um uh website series uh, i'm gonna let pascal uh start this i don't know if you want to bring up 
uh, your slides uh, so that you don't have to uh, continue to tell me next slide or, or whatever. But I'll let you take over here. Oh, no, no, we, we don't use the term next slides. Absolutely. So um, building from la last session, the, we are moving with the times, not just with the uh, invention of new technologies and solutions, but with the use and what online users, particularly your future customers are expecting of you. So we're moving away from completing tasks to creating and being the architect of a digital or online experience. So that was kind of uh, what we spoke about last week. And very, very quickly, we came up with this formula of you know, convenience in terms of using online technologies, but still uh, retaining meaningful connections. This is how you're going to build trust. So that was kind of hinted out last week. We're going to delve into the details. So the two spotlights from the digital mindset uh, and scene setting module will be to look at websites and Johnny will take over from there and I'm going to go back to talk about visitors and what they are looking for on a website to be able to trust you your offers and of course your promises so for me maybe our problem begins with the term website next year we'll be celebrating 30 years of internet and probably as long in terms of website creation and design and i think for me the, that word website is so meaningful and so rich in in content and context that it's almost meaningless and we have to give ourselves those who are going to be making decisions about how to adjust our website experience we need to give ourselves a more uh, detailed and more inspiring definition so as we are all contemplating the year that was and looking maybe ahead at 2023, I think the term website is far too generic today, 30 years later. Like um, almost a good bottle of what French wine, Johnny. Things that have improved, <laughs> should have improved with time. So we've got to be, we've got to learn to be more specific with ourselves. When you are more specific, two things happen. For your audience, it creates a, sen uh, a sense of intrigue, and they want to become more um, inquisitive and curious about your website experience, which is what you are offering. And then for you, a sense of anticipation where you know we are, we are changing nervousness about website to your to the eagerness of running the website, connecting with it, and so, and so on and so forth, and doing something that you look forward to. So. I have a question for you, Johnny, and by extension, the question will go to our uh, audience as well, live or on replay. Have you recently had a conversation, I mean a real conversation, face-to-face, -face, on the phone, on Zoom, on WhatsApp, but a conversation where somebody that represents your customer base asked you a question, you answer the question, and the exchange was uh, very positive for both parties. Uh, have you had that experience recently? Yeah, Um yeah, where where you've got a positive just where you've got a positive experience. Is yeah, that absolutely. Is that, is that what you're so, talking about? You, someone asks you a question, you reply, and then when you kind of reflect on that exchange, you kind of went, you know, that was positive for me and for them as well. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, you know, it's. I always love those moments. I love the. I love that conversation, and uh, and when you both get something out of it, uh, I think that's what you're in, insinuating. Yeah, and interestingly, you are correct to call them the moment. I'm going to go further. I'm going to call this the trust moment. So here's the thing, Johnny, and for everybody listening today, if you want to play along, if you were to jot down, you know, what's happened this week and the those exchanges, those moments, isn't it a shame, Johnny, that there was just one person but not 10, 20, 100, 1,000? And if you think about this kind of, oh, what a shame, because I was on fire <laughs> and the, the other person got great value from it and I didn't even have to think hard. It, it felt very intuitive, very conversational, very natural. This is that moment that we have to capture 
and replay on the website. And that creates, therefore, a newer purpose for your website. I want to be specific. And for me, the purpose of the website in today's economy is to record and share your many conversations. We had an example a moment ago, your many considerations and your many connections. Conversations you have every day that so many are missing. But also, Johnny, myself, and all of us people listening today, you look at new solutions, you look at new practices, you look at ways to remain competitive. Are you keeping it to yourself? That's another miss. And what about the people that you meet on a regular basis, whether it's online or in, in person? What about you know letting others know about this individual, this company, and what they can do for them? And the new purpose, therefore, is to make sure that your website is a true representation of who you are on a regular basis. And you are here to avoid the biggest crime when it comes to online communication is under communication. Your website is underrepresenting who you are, what you stand for, and your passion, which is what you're going to be looking at in a moment. So very, very quickly, what does that mean for your audience? It means that they're going to have access to a brand new experience where you're going to be showcasing qualities and attributes, maybe uh, character traits, if you will, that are really valued by your future customers. Very quickly, uh, time is against me. This is a short form version. We're looking at common sense, communication skills, and customer service. Those the three CSEs of website experience. How uh, present are they? today and tomorrow, how ready are you to continue to invest in avoiding under-communication? And that leads me very nicely onto a very spotlight with you, Johnny, the six key elements of the website online experience. So, yeah, as Pascal said, we're looking at um, building trust from both the website and the visitor point of view. And um, the if I bring up the... Uh, oh, what's that? <laughs> There would be. We're looking at the six key elements of trust. How can you bring trust to your website? For me, there's a there's there's just six pillars that you need to think about and concentrate on. So first of all, we've got reviews. What are people saying? We've and what we really need to focus on is not just what we've got, what we say people are saying, but more importantly, what third parties are saying. So are we collecting reviews on Google? Are we collecting reviews on third-party websites? So depending on your industry, depending on on the type of business, that might be uh, TripAdvisor or Trustpilot or Reviews.io or LinkedIn or Facebook. But what third party can you use to bring reviews and, and show what people are saying about you and, and what's your review strategy? How can you make sure that reviews are part of the strategy? And then embed those reviews onto the website to show what people are saying. So that the first key element for me is all about reviews. We then move on to trust in terms of logos. So we're looking at uh, a few different logos here in terms of logos that people trust. And we're looking at you know, are you working perhaps with a charity? And if you are, then could you use their logo, whether it be in the footer of the website or somewhere on the website? What about trade associations? Are you a member of a trade association? Are you a member, for example, if you're a lawyer, you're a member of the Law Society? Have you won any awards? Could you show those logos on your website? And of course, clients. So perhaps you've got some prestigious clients that you work with. Why not show those logos 
on your website and build that trust. So that would be number two of the key elements of building trust on your website. If we move forward onto the third item, which would be case studies. So this is about telling stories, but getting across things that you've done. And so it's about the impact. That's what this this image is. It's it's the impact. It's, you know, wow. That wow moment of what have you managed to do? So not just what you've done, but what you've managed to achieve. And so therefore, the best way to write a case study, in my opinion, would be start with the problem, three, three sections, start with the problem, then the solution, and then what the impact was. And more importantly, inside the impact, include numbers. If you can say that X number of things have happened, X, what X percentage, X number of people, X, X pounds financial, bring bring the uh, the numbers into the equation. So the third key element of trust on a website is about case studies, having it in three sections, the problem, the solution, and more importantly, an impact with numbers. Moving on, we have the fourth key element, and that's all about personality. It's showing personality. People buy from people that they like. Whether you're a B2B business, a B2C business, whether you're buying and selling to businesses, people still buy from people. It's more about people to people than B2B. So it's about people, you know, when someone's making a, a, a buying decision, it's typically around the price, it's typically around the product, but it's also around the trust. And how do you build trust? through personality. So it's about showing personality through pictures, using images on your website to show personality. It's about using people's names. And it's about showing that culture and the passion across the business, across the organization, whether it's your own as the entrepreneur and as the business leader, or where it's, where, where it's your team and your organization and showing the entire culture of the organization. But more importantly, it's about having a face and it's about showing pictures and it's about showing names. So if we move on, we move on to uh, the uh, next key element of trust, which is about associates. So what associates do we have that can shout about us, talk about us? Because the best type of trust is where someone else says, you should use this organization because they are really good. And so what referrers can you find? What collaborations can you do so who can you work with what other companies can you work with and um uh, and and how can you use them to create that referral network that trust network and then um and then the final uh, key element is all around the content but for me content is about passion and it's about not just content for the sake of content but content because you believe in the content and you believe that there's true value in that content. So that's about telling stories. It's about um, thought pieces and it's about the seven hour rule. And this was, this is uh, an old school uh, uh, thinking of marketing. It was, it was something that I read in a book many years ago, but I still believe to this day, it totally rings true. And this is about having seven hours of content that when someone starts interacting with their with your business, they've got the ability to be able to absorb seven hours of content. Now, whether that is through meeting you in person, through in, attending events, through networking, through reading blogs, through listening to podcasts, to watching videos, having an 
an absolute mix of lots of different types of content so that overall you can give them seven hours worth of content. So those would be my key elements of building trust on a website. What do you think, Pascal? I, I like the, the reminder. I love the structure. And listening to you, and I'm sure that the reaction from my viewers and listeners is the same, which is we are kind of, we all know this, Johnny, but we don't have the system, we don't have the discipline yet, and so on, which is what this program, the 90 Day Website Mastery, can really help with. Not only can we give you the insights and the the kind of the uh, the the, um, the data and and drama, as I sometimes say, around what it takes to run a website, but we also show you the techniques to create that discipline uh, internally, whether that's for you and that's for your team as, as well. And and I love that the, you, know, you you mentioned about passion and passion around driving your decision making for content, because I see too many people that do content because they've done a clever keyword research but actually they're not really into you know what they are creating and it shows whether it's a written word or whether it's a video and audio that there isn't a passion behind it yeah yeah for sure it's a you know there's there's no point just writing content for seo it does not work uh there's got to be value and passion in there um i are your slides ready for your next uh segment yes uh let me bring those up for you and I'm going to let Pascal take us on to the second part of today's webinar. Okay, so we're talking about visitors and what they are looking for to trust you and what they are, uh, what they need from you. And I'm going to play backwards, if you don't mind, Julian. I'm going to say if this is missing or if this is absent or underrepresented on your website, you might lose visitors. But again, the term visitor is awfully vague and generic. We need to get more specific. And I want to share with you four types of website visitors. And this is essentially a combination of the McKinsey customer journey. It's part of the insights profiling system. And of course, as you mentioned, when we began decades of experience in wrestling with website experience and getting uh, you know, more results and, and so on and so forth. So I want to go through the four types of website visitors, Johnny. I want to explain to people what they are looking for and essentially give people this um, this kind of uh, bit of homework around, can you check your website and agree whether or not this need for information is either underrepresented or is it fine? So we'll begin with visitor type number one, and I've called that individual the investigator. And if you want the investigator to trust you, you need to understand that what they are looking for, using a lot of things that Johnny has mentioned to you today, as well as what we mentioned last week, um, is the answer to this question. How do you do what you do? And I understand that the grammar is a little clumsy here, but that's on purpose. You know, are you quite clear that what I'm going to call your process message is well represented on your website. That's not just you know one page that just says how do, this is how we do what we do. It's throughout the website experience from the home page to the con contactus page. Is it represented in so many different ways, from an accolade from a client all the way to a case study, all the way to maybe a blueprint white paper that they can download? So how well presented is your process message on the website for the investigator? Moving on to uh, kind of visitor type number two, we're going to talk about the relationship builder. Again, these are labels that I've created over the years, um, Johnny, so don't, don't feel that you know they, they have to be retained necessarily. But the question that they have for you is, who is going to look after me? This is very important for them that you've worked on your people message. 
And this is, of course, the challenge of the About section, of the Meet the Team section, but also, are you sure that when you are creating the content that Johnny's mentioned to you about and sharing your passion, those are actually signed by individuals? Can I actually start to relate to you know your effort in making me understand that not only do I have to have faith in you know what you do, but also by the people who are going to be in charge of delivering that experience. Remember, all of you, all we're doing right now on the web is to making a promise that in the future things are going to go well. I can't just take your words for it. Moving into kind of visitor type number three, I want to share with you the dreamer. And here where we have a situation where someone is asking the question, what does success look like? They're almost less concerned about the methods you're going to go through. They want to essentially be invited to imagine that it is completed, that the success has happened. You talked about impact, Johnny. What does it look like? Can you share uh, examples, visuals, they, they react superbly well to video content as well because they want to be able to imagine and have the theater of the mind engage in terms of working with you. So they are looking for your, what I'm going to call the end product message. What does it look like when you are ready to walk into the sunset as a provider? A fourth and final visitor type, I've called him or her the negotiator. And the question they have for you is, as follows. It's a tough one. Why should I choose you? And Johnny gave you some hint earlier around you know, the, the logo representations, around the badges and battle scars as well, and they are looking for the performance message. How is the performance message on this, this website of yours? Are you just making claims? Or you're making claims and supported by evidence. This is really quite important. And then what you can do, Johnny, is you can have fun. You can actually put this together, this together into a bit of a re reminder on, on the whiteboard. You could even kind of add some, some kind of scales. You know, who are those who are making more of a rational, logical decision to buy from us? Who are making more of an intuitive, emotional decision? Who is looking for details? Who is looking for a quick overview? Now, nobody likes to be put into boxes, Johnny. I accept that. And in fact, if you do the exercise thoroughly, we all have elements of the investigator, the negotiator, the relationship builder, and dreamer. But there is a bias towards, there is a preference towards them. And the reason why I put this into a diagram format is as follows. For all of you watching and listening today, live or on replay later on, when you look and at the question I'm asking, when you look at this diagram, do you have yourself a preference? We will have a preference. Because here's the thing, Johnny, it is possible that because you have a preference, there is a blind spot on your very website. Let's say, for example, that a reflection, your preference is to be the investigator. You like to know how people do what they do. It means that when you've gone ahead and created your own website experience, your blind spot may be the dreamer. The dreamer may be underrepresented on your website. And conversely, if you are the dreamer, as a preference, as a business owner, and you've gone ahead with your website project, it is possible that the blind spot and the underrepresentation is the investigator. The how do you do what you do is not well featured on your website. Yeah, um, that's a really valid point that actually you just focus on one or two and then sort of forget the others, don't you? Uh, which is not good, uh, not do. good at all. Uh, so yeah, thank you for that, Pascal. Um, and um, we we've highlighted the 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 sort of two 
sides to this in terms of the the sort of key elements that you can have on the website, but then also thinking about the people, the visitors, how they think, how they feel, how they work, um, and and how you can put this all together. So there's so much to think about. Uh, and that's why we have a jam-packed 90-day, 12-week program. Uh, we've got, uh, it, it, um, uh, it turns into uh, weekly um, masterclasses. It turns into uh, monthly one-to-one -one, uh, times with myself and Pascal. Uh, and we've broken it down into this webinar, webinar series to try and get across some of the key elements, uh, the key uh, sessions that we're going to be uh, delivering. So um, please do uh, check out the website for more detail. Next, well, not next week because we've got a break now for Christmas, but uh, on the 10th of January, we're going to be going into session three, which is attracting the right website visitors. Uh, Pascal, um, that's going to be uh, the next one. And I think that uh, is worth mentioning for that one. Oh, I mean, this is almost almost my favorite aspects of website management which is building a network of referrers from individuals to brands and looking at some practical side of seo you know the one that is achievable by all but also sharing essentially our version of online pr for website owners and if you want to check out more please go to the uh, website you can scan this qr code that's on your screen right now I'll give you a second to uh, take a screenshot of that or to uh, to scan it. Uh, but if you want to visit it uh, directly, it's the 90daymarketingmastery.com. Uh, we want to say thank you, a huge thank you for uh, joining us today. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you at the next webinar. Um, I, think, um, I think that's all for today, Pascal. Is there anything else we wanted to mention? Yeah, just if, if you allow me, um, back to a question I had last week, you know, just to understand this program, the 90 Day Website Mastery, is a truly live, uh, direct, immersive experience. There's no nothing pre-recorded. You know, someone was asking me, is it like an online course I can buy and do in my own time? I said, not at all. This is actually Johnny and I, literally for the, the space of three months, becoming your non-exec online marketing directors. Why don't we show the video to get across how jam-packed this is, which hopefully explains everything that's included and leaves you wanting to go and check out that website because are you proud of your website? And if the answer is no, you need to visit our website and let us help you become a proud owner. Is that fair to say? Very fair. See you all soon. Let's watch this video.